Now you got a guy that has never showered in his life, that has been slaughtering pigs, that lives in pig shit, still is a millionaire. What could go wrong with this? Welcome, guys, to Talk Murder to Me, coming to you live from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, with your usual crew, along with our very, very special guest, one of our great Taco Supremo's Rebecca. Welcome, Hi. Rebecca. Welcome. Welcome. Rebecca. Taco Supremo in the house. Right. Cheers, everybody. Yes. Cheers. Oh, that is straight That booze. is uh... <laughs> Well, I'm going to be drunk tonight. Ooh. Yeah. That's, oh yeah, my god. Nice. I didn't even taste the booze. The bacon literally went right up my nose. Yeah. Oh, so if you say bacon it. in Jamaican, it sounds like beer can in British accent. Beer can. Do it. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Oh my God, I hate that. Oh, all right. Uh, How about a fun fact? Did you no. not know we were going to ask you that? I feel like every show would that's, ask that question. That's like <laughs> okay. So that is the first question that like interviewers ask. I know. We're in my bird watching room. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Fun fact. Here's your fun fact. Rebecca used to live here. Yeah. Plot yeah. twist. This used to be her childhood home. So she is returning back to her roots to record here with us tonight. How lucky are we? She and uh, Rebecca works as a surgical tech at at one of the local hospitals. So she has a vast knowledge about. A penises. lot of penises, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go with that. I was gonna say, you know, medicine, but yeah, that as well. Apparently, nobody wants to win a hundred dollars to Amazon.com because we have not gotten any new reviews since we put that contest out. Well, that so- was on the oh. second part of that show, so maybe we should announce it again. If you haven't listened and heard us say this, we are trying to get 105 star reviews, and the best review. We've got some really good ones so far. Mm-hmm. By the mm-hmm. time we hit 100, we'll get some stickers from us and a $100 gift card to Amazon, which you can spend on anything you want. Yeah, you can even buy another $100 Amazon.com <laughs> gift card. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually have Fargo. Yeah, what did you think I was using? <laughs> a sound oh, effect. No. <laughs> a sound effect. <laughs> Surprise shots. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. What they are, because they're a surprise. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it's so much better in person. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Shot. All right. So Tonight's straw is brought to us by our special guest. I apologize already. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Windex. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that burned my nose hairs. Well, what was it? That was. Pretty... I mean, it's a surprise. You gotta like mm. guess, right? Tasted kind of like the Fruit Loop vodka, ever so slightly. Is it vodka? It is vodka. Wrong. No, no Ghost Rider. Is it the moonshine? What? It's not the moonshine. Is the moon? I kind of slurred on that Jen one. Feels good. <laughs> All the basic girls around here, they wear this around Easter. Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> Pink seer sucker. Mm, yes. Oh, what? the gin. Yes. Oh. Yay, Nicole. Yay, Nicole. Seer sucker. Oh, that's not a um... Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where do you go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. He's talking about Mardi Gras. Yeah, for sure. Which, by the way, everyone, um, Taco Tuesday. This this Taco Tuesday is Fat Tuesday. Oh, mm. I like it. Rebecca, where are we going? Who are we killing? I think it's like some kind of farm. <gasps> Is it a pig slaughterhouse? 
Where do they have pig slaughterhouses? I don't know. I feel like Arkansas could slaughter some pigs. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Arkansas. It's a good guess. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're killing the farmer's wife. Jen, where are we going? Who are we killing? I think that we are going to um, Nebraska and that the uh, murder victims are fed to piggies. Ew. Oh, that is good. Like on a – silent, or was it not Silence of Lambs? It's one of those where – like they're pi- uh, if you pig, that's actually a way to get rid of bodies. Oh that yeah, actually it's in the. Yeah. It's um, not red dragon. It's in the last one. Oh, is um, it red dragon? No. no um, yeah, it is red dragon. No, no, it's the last one where he feeds them. It's to called the pigs. Hannibal. That's what yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because pigs do. If you yeah. need to get rid of a body, pigs. Will eat pigs you. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I, I know some pigs uh, down the street. I know some pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jerry, can you take care of this body for me? John Thanks, at talkmurder.com. Nicole, WWGWWK, where are we going? Who are we killing? I think we're going to, um, I was going to say Texas, but you know what? I'm going to go, no, I'll say Texas. And I think the piggy has to do with police officers as a derogatory oh. term. Oh. I have a secondary guess. You really want this podcast <laughs> yeah. to get shut down. That was really good. I have a secondary yeah. guess. What? And then we're going to Los Angeles. Wait, no, no. What secondary guess? Jen, we, <laughs> Jen I was like, we, why we, shut this no, down, We shut this down like 10 episodes ago. There's no secondary guesses. You get one guess. Where did you say? You said Texas. No. I said Texas. Oh, you said Arkansas. I ha- No, I said I said Nebraska. Okay, well, that's I where- said Arkansas. Well, whatever. Okay, so I think that the police officer, there's a dirty cop, and he's the one that's actually a killer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I want to point out, if I was a cop, I would be super fucking dirty. Like the Golden I, State Killer. I would be yeah. literally getting bribes from people and everything. I would be the dirtiest cop yeah, ever. Yeah, I know. I'm glad mm-hmm. that that's not your profession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genovia from the Princess Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've done that before too. All right. <laughs> wow. So apparently we're going to Canada. Wow, it's been a while. Das Boots, eh? Eh? Don't you know? That's Minnesota. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, let's see if Canada can get it fucking right this time. Doubt it. <laughs> the last the last Canada episode we did was this Chinese immigrant that came to Canada and literally beheaded someone on a greyhound and is now walking free because he didn't know what he was doing. Even he was though he started right eating mind. the eyeballs and they found him with the human ear in his pocket. He, Canada, like, took the time. guy's head, went to the front of the bus, and, and displayed just, it. And then just chomped his yeah. ear off. And he's free now. Wow. So for um, you guys, guy. that's, that's yeah. actually not oh, an really? episode that's on iTunes. You have to be a Taco Supremo to hear that episode. Go to talkmurder.com slash join. Jen, what's the other episodes we've done? Uh, Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. Yeah. Bruce MacArthur. Yeah. When Don't forget Colonel Williams, the uh, Air oh. Force oh, yeah. pilot. That, that was flew, one of my favorites. Yeah, the... Um, Pretty in Pink with Colonel Russell Williams. And I want to say before we get started, if you want to support our podcast, go to talkmurder.com. Join. We got some brand new stickers in. Yeah. They're of Serial Killer, so you can collect your favorite Serial Killer. We've got a couple Bundies that are getting sent out. We got one John Wayne Gacy coming out. Do you have any Dahmers? We do have Dahmer, yes. yeah. We'll give you a Dahmer. Is that who you want? Is a Dahmer? Yeah. Yeah. 
That so, is so exciting. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's like Very collecting cool. the Blanton's yeah. tops from the whiskey bottles. Yeah. Collecting serial killer heads. Or like collecting the Welch's jelly jars that had the characters on them growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, our pogs. No. Go talk slash join. Be part of our forum. Get some cool ass stickers. Now our Supremos that are on there now get first dibs on the stickers. We have Ted Bundy, which are going fast. We have John Wayne Gacy. We have Richard Ramirez. We have nice Edmund Kimber or Kemper, excuse me. And we also have Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer. Up for grabs. Come no get them. Talkmore.com slash join. Huh? No nope. females. We also have some uh, cool van stickers, logos, and you get a Supremo mm-hmm. shirt. Plus, you get to get shouted out on the show. And this is your favorite show. Seriously. The reason I want to do this story, number one, it is a hometown murder for our Taco Supremo, Annie R. Oh, Annie. Annie, you're from Canada? She lives in Canada. I forgot about this. Does she really? Yeah, remember when we mailed her package, we were like, oh, damn, I didn't realize she was up there. So everyone in Canada knows this guy in particular. Uh And I also (laughs) thought he'd be a good fit for Rebecca since she loves blood and guts. Yes, thank you. All right, so we are going to be talking about, and tell me if anyone has heard of this guy. He's a very good guy. Robert Willie Picton. Well, his name is Robert Picton, but they call him Willie. Oh, Willie. No. Nope. He is a millionaire pig farmer. Oh. Turned serial killer. (laughs) Well. Which can only be found in Canada, of course. At least I knew farmer. We are going to be diving in the book called Butcher by Gary C. King. It's to quote the book, to put it bluntly, Robert Picton's vile acts of inhumanity made Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer, look like a demented Boy Scout. What? Boy Scout. All right, we're going to Vancouver. Nicole, can you tell me where Vancouver is? Canada. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Our geography, third place geography winner. Just so you North. know. Not- <laughs> Northwest yes. yep. Canada. I was just going to say that. Mm, read my line. Oh, y'all are like, this date is going so well. <laughs> y'all are like finishing each other's. Sandwiches. What the fuck? She gets it. Yeah. This case, if you haven't listened to The Green River Runs Red with our friend, Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. This whole thing was taking place around the same time as Mm. that. So you got the Green River Killer in Seattle, and then you got just right up the street, Robert Picton doing literally the exact same shit. I'm going to call him Willie. I'm going to call it Oinkers. (laughs) Or Uncle Willie. Oh, Willie. Willie. You know, when you say Willie, I think of like the... um, Not just Willie Nelson. I did think of Willie Nelson, but I also thought about... The prospector, or like from Toy Story Two. Oh, the yes. miner. Yeah, he was uh, bad. Yeah, he was evil. He was March twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Lynn Ellington. Lynn Ellington was a streetwalker, aka a hooker, in the low track of Vancouver's. East downtown, which I'm going to get into. She was with old Willie, Robert Picton. That's what we're going to call him, Willie. He wanted to go get, he wanted to go have sexual intercourse with someone that night. So he tells Lynn, get in the truck. We're going to go down and find a girl so we can bring back to my pig farm. He was a pig farmer. 
so we can have some fun. How old is he? With Lynn? No, Lynn was a prostitute there. So, all right, I'm going to get into this, but when I say prostitute, I also mean extreme heroin addicts and just complete dumpster level people. I just want to say that prostitution is not always linked to heroin usage, but I'm not (laughs) saying that it's not. Okay, Jeff, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the PSA about... Being nice to prostitutes. Although there is a really bad opioid problem on Cape Cod. There is. When I went to Boston. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Sidetrack. Okay. So Lynn Ellington, they get in Willie's truck and they're like, I'm going to go get me a girl. We don't, when they're smoking crack the whole way, they're like, smoke. Was it crack crack or heroin? (laughs) Crack. It's crack. Crack cocaine. They get down to the low track. So the low track, I'll get into this, but it's also called Skid Row. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say they also yeah. call him Grow. I didn't they also it, call John's okay. Laundry Skid Row. Because I got doo-doo stains on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, they're smoking crack, fucking cocaine. They're going down to the east downtown Vancouver. Now, they found a girl... Her name was Georgina Pappen. She was a heroin addict. I'm talking about $500 a day habit. Jen, tell me right now, if you're smoking heroin and you need $500 of heroin a day, what would you do to get that? Rebecca, what would you do? I would wash dishes. <laughs> and hope there's like heroin, like caked on the dishes. $500. No. You got to make $500. I will make an wash, honest dollar. But every I day they'll get, give you $500 for washing some dishes. Hell yeah. They're really rich dishes. <laughs> Nicole, what would you do to make $500? I mean, I don't think you can make $500 being a prostitute if you're a really... You have to be a damn good prostitute. No. I mean, all right. You, oh, you have to I be like actually, Julia Roberts Could you style. be like a stripper? It depends on the tricks. Okay, so it's like, like $25 well, I mean, you, in handy. Okay, so, I mean, we you could be a prostitute for Robert Kraft. $25 for a handy, Jen. If you want something more... 500 for the human centipede. Right there. Stop. Don't touch me there. That this is my no-no square. square. Yes! Boom, boom. They find this beautiful girl named Georgina Pappen. They get into the truck. They go way down. It's about 25 miles away to the pig farm. Now, Willie, Uncle Willie, owns a big old pig farm. They go through the the gate of the pig farm and everything else, and they go to his little trailer. So he owns a huge pig farm, but then he lives in a, like, dilapidated trailer. Jen, would you go out with this man? Ah! <laughs> no. Oh my god, he looks like a meth head. Oh my god, it's a sweater vest. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, ew, no. She's like, oh my god, it's sweater vest. I mean, I feel like he's trying to look That's a like, little presentable, you know? That is the most attractive picture that he has. He brushed his hair, he combed his eyebrows. You can't really see the gap in his teeth. They're driving back to the old pig farm. They get into his trailer. Now, Lynn is... I mean, they're like literally stumbling in the trailer. They got this other new prostitute, Georgina Pappen. They're all smoking crack, crack pipe in hand, stumbling up the stairs, open up the door. And then as soon as they get in there, Lynn's like, she takes a crack pipe. She goes into like this little bedroom, spare bedroom. Willie takes the new girl, Georgina Pappen, into the other room because they about to have some coitus. You know, they're about to have sex, Jen. We got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lynn goes to sleep. Now she's passed out. She's dreaming good. I mean, you smoke some crack, you're going to have a good dream. I love dreaming. Yeah. You know what would make those dreams better, Jen? Crack. crack. Fucking crack. <laughs> <laughs> now they're in this little trailer. Think about it. In a, on a pig farm, a couple hundred acres like of nothing. Everything's pitch black besides a light like in the trailer. That's it. She's out in the boons in Canada. And it's probably cold up there. She goes to bed. She's passed out, having them good crack dreams. The dreams you can only get smoking some good crack mm. cocaine. She hears a loud noise. Bow! And she looks at the window. She's kind of coming to like, what the shit was that? She kind of looks in the hall and she doesn't hear old Willie. And so she kind of looks out the window of the trailer and there's a light on in the barn. She's like, what the fuck? So she kind of like bundles up a little bit and she kind of walks out there and she knows something's going on. I mean, she she knew Willie was here. I mean, maybe something's wrong. I mean, she just wants to go check. Maybe she wants to get more crack. I don't know. As soon as she walks up to the barn door, she gets really this dreadful feeling because there was a stench permeating from the barn door. For some reason, she just kept going, and she slowly starts to push the door open because the light's on inside the barn. She's trying to see what's going on. And as soon as she pushes it open a little bit, Willie's right there, covered in blood. He pulls her in there. She falls on the ground. She looks up. There's that hooker, Georgina Pappen, not just dead, but she's hanging from her feet. And the blood's draining out of her. The blood is draining out of her, and she is halfway skinned. (gasps) Ah. Because Willie is butchering her. Oh, my God. At first, she probably thought it was like a pig or something. Because like half the skin is still off. a really fat hooker. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we can be hookers, too. (laughs) She was dead. She was naked. She was hanging from a hook. Was he about to eat her? No, he wasn't about to eat her, but he was disposing of her. Like a slaughterhouse, but not for pigs. Her feet were hanging in the hooks. Blood was going down, like, all over her face. And her skin from the feet was starting to pull down. So she was getting full skin. Like those foot booties, but different. Oh, the ones that take your skin off your feet? Yeah. I just bought those for my dad. Because he has really bad cracks They're probably made of this hooker. You know, probably. Yeah. I think they're made of salicylic acid, but all right. I feel like you guys aren't grossed out. No, wh- so grossed there's out. a dead hooker Hold hanging on. with their skin. This is episode out. 47. <laughs> I usually put my elbows and like whole arms into people's organs oh. and stuff. So the stench of blood doesn't really smell. Okay, so Lynn escaped. She ran <gasps> and she ran. I got it first. She can't do it. So she ran <laughs> far away, Jen. Far and away. I ran. No, I already did it. You can't do it. I didn't hear you say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Willie didn't even and try to I run after her. I would walk 500 miles. Now, by this time, I would walk 500 more. By this time, Willie is a millionaire pig farmer. This is a case that's very similar to the Green River Killer. This one part of. <laughs> Of town that there so many prostitutes would always be this one strip and he would always drive his truck up there. So very similar to Gary Ridgeway, this guy did the almost the same MO. Now let me tell you about Low Track. Low Track is Vancouver's downtown east side. 
Here, Rebecca, since you're the guest, can you read this? No, I have bad reading comprehension. Take it away, Nicole. <laughs> it is a 10-block wasteland where hallucinations hallucinations run rampant, mixing into this urban landscape like nightmares and dreams. Those brave enough have wandered down an alleyway or two and witnessed an area littered with garbage, used condoms, and discarded hypodermic needles. It is Vancouver's downtown east side, the need-a-hit strip where rock-bottom drug users appear almost lifeless in their skeletal and their addictions to heroin and crack cocaine. Sounds like a magical place. Yeah. Yeah, so this is basically what you find in uh, mm. low track. Hey, a yard sale. <laughs> We're having like the, the, the <laughs> whale of a sale this weekend. Oh, yeah, Vineyard Vines, whale of a sale with whaley. Get it, Willie? No, whale-y. not that. The Charleston's having like its biggest yard sale. Oh, whale of a sale is Vineyard Vines. I know that. As well. Oh, my Ten. God. Is that guy getting a hand job in the picture? No, no, no. Her posture is not ready for that. Low track is on Hastings and Main Street. I mean, I just showed you pictures of that guy getting a handy and that crack woman that looks like a zombie. But that used to not be like that. In fact, it used to be Vancouver's. 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 That is so fitting. That's a perfect nickname. It is. It used to be Vancouver's wealthiest neighborhood. If wow. you can imagine that. But in 1958, streetcars stopped going there. Why? Picking people up. Then the library moved away. Why? That's where all the money happened. 1958, the library moved. All these other big offices moved. Very wealthy. In 1970, many of the psych institutions lost funding mm. and literally <gasps> shipped thousands of patients that had nowhere else to stay to this area called the Low Track. Thousands and thousands of psychiatric patients moved down to this area. This is a 10-block area, downtown eastern Vancouver. 1986, the Expo of Canada brought wealthy tourists by the thousands, but eventually they saw the dilapidated streets and more and more poor people moved down there. This 10-block block... Wow. <laughs> this 10 block area. Area. I say it, Jen. I was helping. Yeah, but it, I'm going to edit it and make like I did it myself. I know you are. That's fine. Guys, this 10 block area is still known to have the highest HIV rate. In yeah. all of North America. Interesting. That makes sense. All the hypodermic needles that yeah, were out there. Exactly. And second to that, obviously, Charleston. No. <laughs> we do have an STD named after us now. Oh, really? Our STD rates are very high. Are they? Really? Yeah, FYI. Really? Wait, what's the STD? What's the Got to delete yeah. the tender then. Tinder. It's like, Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I deleted my Tinder a while ago. Anyway. Um, but now she's on the Bumble. No, I can't initiate. I just know no, that's like not. It. I hate it. Yeah. Um, it's the holy city. The low track even had a quote kitty stroll. Eleven to twelve year old kids that ran away from home and were forced to sell their bodies to survive. Let me talk about Robert Willie Picton. Uncle Willie. Oh Willie, come on, Willie. Let me talk about a Willie. All right. So he was born October twenty sixth, nineteen forty nine, in Port Coquitlam. British Columbia. Jen, stop doing the pig nose, please. But the hint is piggy. <laughs> yeah, Jen, but please, we we need to we need to seriously make some headway with this. Born October 26, 1949 in Port Coquitlam, British Columbia, Canada. He was the middle child. 
his younger brother, Dave, was two years younger. He also had an older sister, two years older. Her name was Linda. Now, Linda moved away from home to live with relatives because they live on a motherfucking pig farm. And yeah. that really wasn't her thing. Willie has an IQ of 86, poor vocal skills. He failed second. Damn it. I put failed second grad. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm like trying to make fun of this guy. I can't even write. He's got a fifth grade education level, even though he dropped out in the ninth grade. But he's also a millionaire. But he excelled at pig auctions. And as we'll point out earlier, he is not clinically a psychopath because he would constantly help people. And we'll get into that. He does not take drugs or drink usually, but he... As we'll see, he gets his jollies off on other things. The Picton Farm was a huge farm. Huge pig farm. Slaughters, all kinds of stuff. I mean, they were making a lot of money. Everyone wanted to buy from the Pictons. The mother, Louise, was sort of a tyrant. Louise! Oh, yeah. oh no, that's... Uh, it's the pig call. It goes, yeah. My grandparents owned yeah. a cattle farm. Oh, totally, so it was John's. Yeah. North Carolina, one stoplight town, Brunswick County. We had a ribbon cutting ceremony for our first stoplight. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going to a ribbon cutting ceremony for a stoplight? No. That's old Gilbert, no. South Carolina. Oh, but you're South Cack, I'm North Cack. Growing up on the farm, Willie and his younger brother Dave, they constantly skipped school. Their mother was such a tyrant. They would work on the farm day and night. They would wake up super early, farm all day. And I'm not talking about like cutting grass. They would literally butcher pigs, a young six, seven-year-old butchering pigs all day. They would go to school two days a week. They would work on the farm five days a week. Louise, the mother, did not give two shits about anything but making that money, making that bread. Bread is money, Jen. Stay with me. They worked their asses off as kids. She would let all the livestock, all the livestock, piggies and everything, run in and out of the house. Oh, that's so insanitary. They would poopy yeah. everywhere. There'd be poopy from pigs everywhere. Oh my God, all over. so much salmonella. Yeah. Everywhere. The Picton oh. boys, both Dave and Willie, they would never shower. Ugh. The only time they took a bath is... The mother filled up the bathtub and threw them both in there. See, that's what the stench was. It wasn't the blood. It was good old Willie. Willie smelled like shit. Both brothers, when they got on the school bus in the morning, no one would sit by them because the stench of pig shit and just them in general smelled awful. That they is never, never so changed clothes. They were literally in gross. pig shit. Oh my that God. is so what sad. No wonder this? why what they was, started killing what people. What is this happening? What, 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 what was DSS doing? Oh, this, this is Canada. Canada. Wasn't this even is a Canada. Thing, this is like the, <laughs> this is Canada. This is like the fifties. It's also the farm. Like right. no one's gonna. Yeah, like that's Ugh, normal. This is like gross. the fifty-five. You know? True. Oh my gosh, normal these poor children. Sometimes or a lot of times they would skip school because number one they were bullied. No one liked them. You think they're gonna get kisses at the water fountain <laughs> when they're only seven? Like I did my first kiss. Such a player. You were seven? I don't know, like ten maybe. Like. Like that tongue kiss? No, it was like... Oh, oh yeah, my first count. kiss was a very quick peck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mine was outside the spring fling. Willie and his younger brother Dave would skip school. They would get under the bed 
and wait till that 3 p.m. because they didn't want to be working on the farm all day. They'd rather sit under the bed and do nothing all day long. Wait, so they they hid, they pretended that they were going to school. Exactly. They the so they literally oh, never went to school. That's really sad. Yeah. yeah. No socialization. Yeah, like what would you yeah. do under the bed all day? Bad things. With his yeah. Willie. Willie also admitted on a few occasions he would come home and instead of hiding under his bed, you know, maybe it's cold outside. And the bed is like freezing. I mean, it's a hardwood floor. So fuck that. He would hide in a cut up carcass of a hog that was hollowed out because the entrails were removed. Wait, this is true? Yeah, he would hide in there. Just like in Star Wars when Han Solo was like about to die and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I know about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jen, he would get inside a hog. What does that do? To you, oh my god, it's like a reverse pig in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's all warm in there. We too. can it's eat like, that at IHOP. Their mother was a literal tyrant, as I said earlier. She would make this screeching noise, like she had a very distinctive voice. And she would say, Picton boys, get over here right now. Like kind of shit. Like just get over here right now. And the father had wanted nothing to do with it. I mean, he was there. But he had no idea who his kids were. He didn't care at all. I mean, he was married to a freaking dictator running this farm. But the farm was very successful. Let me tell you about the story that may have had some big impacts on Willie. Other than sleeping in a pig <laughs> body? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking crazy. Using a when pig he as was, a blanket. Oh, a pig as a blanket, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hold shit. On. Is that the title of this episode? Yes. Pig as a blanket. Thank you. Uh, okay. I'm here all night. When Willie was 11, he bought a baby calf. Even though his mother was... This isn't going to end well. No. Nicole, I know. Nicole and I already know. Willie, when he was growing up, Willie did not want to butcher any animals. He wanted to feed and nurture the animals. He loved the animals. He, he would refuse to do that, but since he was the oldest son... He was forced. They put the butcher knife in his hand and they told him to slit that pig open like a old pig. He got $35 in allowance that he's been saving. He went what? down to the local auction. No, oh, like forever. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. I was like, wow. He went down to the local lot. auction. He went down to the local auction and he bought a beautiful little knife. black and white faced calf. Barely three weeks old. Oh, little Holstein. Yeah, can barely open his eyes. Meh, meh, uh, the world, the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Willie loved that calf. He would spend all day with it. He would feed it, nurture it, probably not have sex with it, even though some of our other killers did. Oh, some yeah. do, yeah. Okay, but maybe even if that was, it was more of a love thing. Maybe? Mm, I don't know. No. He loved the calf. He would nurture it, grow it. He loved it. Three weeks later, he goes down to the barn to feed his calf. He was always there. The calf wasn't there. He looks in the barn. He's like, oh, shit. He must have jumped out or something or mm. ran away. But then he like tried to pull the door. He's like, well, it's locked. Because our dog can like Houdini out of our fence. Maybe he... Jumped over or something. I don't know. Cow they jumped over to the moon. Yeah. He went to his mom and said, Mama, 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 where's my calf? Do her voice. And all she said was, go down to the piggery. The piggery is a slaughterhouse. Go down to the piggery. Come on, go down to the piggery. 
what she said. I'm sure it was just like that. So he runs down to the piggery. I'm confused. That's not what she sounded like before. Did she <laughs> Did she have like a nasal surgery or something? She said- has a deviated septum, okay? And the pollen was really bad in March because the flowers are blooming. Yeah. March 20th. He goes down to the piggery, the slaughterhouse. He opens the door and guess what he sees? He sees his prized, loved baby calf. Mm-hmm. Baby. Just opened his eyes. Oh, the universe is so beautiful. And now he's slaughtered. He's killed Jen. He's hanging up Aww. by his feet, Jen. So sad. He's dead. Slaughtered like a calf or something. He's because dead, he is Jen. a calf. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, what do you think that did to his psyche? Since you're the psyche person, I'd say he thought like love is dead. Why bother living? I mean, kill everything. Yeah. He lost his best friend, and people didn't want to be around Ooh, him in you school. You live, you know. Fabulous world. Well, Willie Picton had no friends. I mean, think about him. He he couldn't get a girlfriend or anything. He had nobody, and he smelled like literal pig shit. Right. Because there was literally pig shit on him. Oh, what was that um, fable, Romulus and Remus or whatnot, and they were raised by wolves? I never watched Star Trek, no. Good thing this is a mythology, but good try. But, you know, he was, like, raised Romulus? by wolves. Do you mean Rhombus, like the square? No, no, no. Rhombus and... <laughs> oh, Rhombus, like the vacuum cleaner that, like, cleans it's also the... in Harry Roomba. Potter. Come on. Okay. Oh, Roomba. Okay. Roomba. But, you know, he Regulus? was raised yeah, by you. the wolves and whatnot. Serious. But... They thought that, like, you know, they... Shit, you guys. Y'all won't know this. This is not really a smart podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, but just saying, like, he feels like animals are his only friends. So then when he... You know, like, he used a pig as a blanket for, like, comfort to keep him warm, to protect him. Almost like a motherly figure because his mother wasn't, like, a real mama. He was like, ah, Louise! But this pig is like, I'll keep you warm. Then, like, his cow... Dies, his only friend, yeah. his could, baby, his really. baby, who he could take care of that gives him purpose in the world. <laughs> Done. Also, his mother did that to him. I mean, she knew that that was, was his cat. Did so? Did the mother kill it? Yeah, the mother killed it, and for like spite, not even spite, just really? to be a dick. Like, really? Yeah. Not even for that money. Sucks. No, not even for money. Yeah, I mean, because it, it was a she cat. just did that. Like, to, they were like, "All right, this is my good dinner." Yeah, she just did yeah. that. To, because awful. she's an awful person. Louise is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Willie was mentored by a guy named Bob Korak. He was the butcher. Bob's Burgers. Bob came out no to say that Willie that. Willie actually talked about feeding and nurturing instead of killing. He didn't want anything to do with it, but he still got the mentorship from Bob. And that's what basically he started to do is butcher. I mean, he was the butcher. That's what Willie's job was. In October 16th, 1967, Willie got his first taste of what his mother was truly like. And not just the calf incident. Dave, his younger brother, 16 years old. So Willie's 18. Started to learn how to drive. He took his father's 1960 red truck and he was just going for a joyride down the dirt road. He was headed east on Dominion Avenue, which is the road that connects to their pig farm. He was driving, and just ahead of him was a 14-year-old boy named Tim Barrett. For some reason, no one knows why, 
probably because he's a 16-year-old shitty-ass driver, but he slams into this 14-year-old boy. Pow! Like, wrecks the shit out of this boy. This boy's on the ground like, but he's still alive. Does he go in reverse and run him over? No, no, that's what no. you would do, Jen. They kill them and they use them for roadkill and they hang them up by their toes and watch their skin fall off of their no. bones. Oh. He slams into them. Tim was, <laughs> Tim was very badly All hurt. All the way to the other extreme. Blah, blah, blah. Tim was very badly hurt. Dave didn't know what to do. He rushes home and he tells Louise, his mother. Louise picked and stopped what she was doing right there. Butchering pigs or whatever. She drove over and then told Dave, take this truck, go down to the local repair shop where they do all all of our other repairs. Get it fixed right now. Nicole, can you please read this? After looking over Tim, she leaned down and rolled and shoved him into the edge of a deep slough that ran alongside the road and pushed him in. Then she turned and went home. The mother tells Dave, go get this truck fixed right now. I'm going to take care of this. Don't don't you worry. He's yeah, he's in bad shape. He's he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. Baby girl, baby boy, he's hurt. But everything's going to be okay. He's not dead. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you just go take yet. you go take care of this car. You get the dents knocked out. You you get someone to wipe the blood off. You get the the uh, headlight fixed there. And then come on back. It's all good. I'm going to go and I'm going to make sure oh, 14-year-old Tim Barrett's good. That's what she said. She walks over at 14-year-old Tim Barrett. She looks to the left. She looks to the right. She looks to the left. She looks down at old Tim Barrett and kicks him in the water. <laughs> There's So they're on like this dirt road that's uh, got a ravine down to the swampy water. She kicks him. Off, and he literally rolls down into this river. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, man? Like the halfway dead boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the cops come. So that technically he died from drowning and not from the injuries sustained by the car accident? The cops Mm -hmm. dropped the case completely. No. Because the death was ruled as an accidental drowning, even though... His body was literally hit by a truck and that he suffered a fractured skull with subcranial hemorrhage and a fractured dislocated pelvis. Accidental drowning. Good to go. (laughs) She kicked him over into the water. (laughs) What the fuck? Probably because police like donuts and bacon. Bacon she brings good. in the bacon. Yeah. You know? You don't want to piss off the millionaire yeah. bacon lady. I mean, is, that's a good point. I mean, that picking farm was making a lot of money. millionaires. It's like no, they're not millionaires a... yet. Oh, okay. Oh, not yet. This is his childhood. They're not millionaires yet. But the farm was doing very good business. Now, the father and the mother died in the late 70s. 1968, the father dies. Mother dies soon after. Horrible, horrible cancer. She's done. The Picton boys are in their early 20s at this point. They've been living on this farm. They don't have any peer association with anyone. They barely went to school. They know nothing else but cow pooping, pooping all over themselves, pooping in the house. What are, what are they going to do? 
This was a turning point for both Willie and his brother. He actually decided to leave the farm for good. Okay, he he went and he traveled around the United States. Willie, at one point, traveled all around the United States. Did he get a visa? Oh, I guess. Cause wait, visa. if you're in Canada to go to the United States, you need a visa? Maybe not back then. Maybe not back then, Jim. Oh, you need a green card at least. <laughs> Probably not back then, though. Now, he could have left the farm for good, but he did decide to stay. But he did travel around the United States a little bit. And he actually met someone... For the first time in his life, a beautiful girl, and he didn't have to pay for sex at all. She just wanted to give it to him. And you saw Willie there, his push over hair. Yeah, he wanted. She just wanted (laughs) to come over. over. Her name was Connie Anderson, and in the mid 1970s, she was from Michigan. That's where they met. Go blue. He was such in love. Oh, my God, I love you. And I can't wait till you come back to my smelly-ass pig farm and live <laughs> What? I don't think this is working out. That's what she said. Aww, because he wanted so her to sad. go back to this pig farm, and she didn't want to. That yeah. is why on the first date, you have to just lay down all yes, the expectations. Yeah. Be like, you want babies? No, mm, sorry. You yeah, put, them, agree. put one right Dude, into you it. You got to be upfront and honest, even yeah. if it freaks them out. You got to put a baby right in her right there. Nobody puts a baby in the corner. If you ever meet a famous celebrity, babe, put, baby put a ring on it. You get a book deal. <laughs> <laughs> he decided to move back to the farm. The farm was still making good money, but and he didn't want to do this anymore. But he knew eventually maybe the land could be sold. And I don't know at an IQ of 86 if he thought this through, <laughs> but he was right on point because that land... Was worth a lot of money. I tell you that. Let me tell you about the pig farmer millionaire. Who wants to be a pig farmer millionaire? Me, Regis. Willie and his brother Dave and sister Linda decided to parcel parts of the land. They had a lot of land at them pig farming. In one case, 1994, $1,760,000 was paid to. The family, after the mama and papa done died, to develop townhomes, still standing today, known as the Parkside Place. And it's really funny if you see the, and I'll show you later, the actual apartments back right up to this pig farm, which was also a murder farm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's like, a nice little little statement that will yeah. go in the brochure. Canadian, that's right. Canadian horror story. Except murder to uh, the, pig the piglet farm, yeah. which is well known for murder. And on your right, you see the barn where many prostitutes hung with their feet onto the hooks. And if you look closely, you actually see the buzzsaw that gleams very nicely against these brand new granite countertops. In July 1995, so this is back to back. Money, money everywhere. Just like podcasting. Woo! We're getting rich. 1995 in July, Port Coquitlam paid the Pictons $1.2 million for a site that became the Blackburn Park. In March, the Pictons sold a chunk of the land for $769,000 to attractive subdivision townhomes. Now, this is all around their property, the pig farm. They sold that thing. There was one, a total value of sales as close to $7 million. That's about how much we make on this podcast. 
They were rich. I'm rich, bitch. They were fucking rich. Now you got a guy that has never showered in his life, that has been slaughtering pigs, that lives in pig shit, still is a millionaire. What could go wrong with this? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing yeah. could go wrong. I'll say, you know, nothing. His parents passed away, and Willie began, because he can't just go up, he can't be on Tinder and be like, oh, yeah, yeah I like your smile. You listen to Coldplay? Yeah. But that... One, Coldplay's fabulous. Two, that picture he put up, it looked like he was trying to do online dating, you know? He had a nice shirt. Yeah. He was just kind of like, hey, got to do the side profile yeah. because the and front face is, over. like, scary. Yeah. You know, that's what you do if your front face is scary. You just yeah. kind of look to the side a little bit. Well, see, down here in South Carolina, you really don't even need a good picture. You just need a profile that says four words. I have all my teeth. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I had to like count it out. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Well, no, I have most my teeth. (laughs) That's still Still fine. God damn it. I have teeth. (laughs) After the parents passed away, Willie and Dave, they were like kids let off the leash. They were just doing things their own way. Willie moves into a trailer on the farm, and then Dave moves about a mile away, still on the property, but like on another trailer. Now, there was this girl named Wendy Lynn, and she was a prostitute, just like all of them. Wendy Lynn, at the time, didn't know that he was a, quote, bad date, which means in prostitute language, if you guys have ever turned a trick before, it means (laughs) that the John can be violent. She got into his truck. They smoked crack cocaine all the way home. Why not? Now. I don't um, know. Maybe because it's not safe to smoke and drive. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what they're worried about, Jen. She gets back to the... The Picton Farm, and quote from the book, the interior of the trailer was filthy. It appeared nearly uninhabitable with clothing, much of it women's, scattered about, and occasional women's accessories lying here and there amid trash that looked like it had been there for a long time. There were large, dark stains embedded into a badly soiled carpet at various locations, but Picton didn't seem all that concerned about showing his guests how filthily he lived. So even though he's a fucking millionaire, he lives in a trailer and he still doesn't change his clothes and he's still walking around with pig shit all over him. Because he wants a mother. They reached the bedroom. Now she was promised crack and heroin and everything else. They started having kinky ass sex mm-hmm. right there in the trailer. And she didn't mind because she's a She's a hooker, but she gets it all kinds of up the hoo-ha. He tries to put a handcuff on her. She freaks out. She's like, you ain't tying me up, motherfucker. And then he gets real pissed, and he pulls out a brown-handled knife, and he stabs her. He stabs his hooker. She starts screaming. Ah, she's butt naked. They just had kinky sex. She actually grabbed a knife from Willie and stabbed him back. Oh, yes. So now there's, like, blood shooting everywhere. Yes, queen. Yeah. <laughs> I love this girl. I'm telling you. She freaking butt-ass naked. She stabs him. She books it out the trailer. She runs down the road, butt naked, bleeding. And just like every other murder story we cover, mm-hmm. an old couple Driving down the road at two in the morning. It's always an elderly couple. That's my grandparents. Yeah. It's always having dinner at Hardee's. Yeah, Yeah. have like their french fries in the car. They split a hot fudge Sunday every day. They're so cute. cute. Oh my gosh, goals. (laughs) 
Wendy managed to show strength and broke free from Picton's grip, mustering enough energy to turn the tables on her attacker. After a violent struggle, she wrestled the knife away from Picton and stabbed him with it. Satisfied that she had brought some time for herself, Wendy, naked, staggered out of the Picton trailer and made her way toward Dominion Avenue. It was 1.45 a.m. and of course an elderly couple was there because they're always there in these stories. Even in the Bundy story, there's if there's someone that escapes a serial killer, there's an elderly couple driving and they'll pick you up. Picton was charged with attempted murder, but Wendy did not show up to testify because... because she was a prostitute. Now Willie is a millionaire, and he actually hired a private investigator to look all into her background. Hmm. And by looking into her background, I mean threatening her Mm -hmm. because he's a fucking millionaire. So she was scared as shit. She didn't testify. Charges dropped. He would drain her for all the little that she's... (laughs) Charges were dropped. He goes back to tending his farm. Quote, all the girls used to go after him because they knew that he would give them money. They would run after him outside. It was sad, but they were very wow. short of money down there. Yeah. So that's they crazy. would they knew they knew old Willie. Uncle Willie, that's his truck pulling up. Oh, Uncle Willie. Uncle, Uncle Willie, give me some money, Uncle Willie. Give me some crack. Autumn 1997, a girl named Marnie Frey had disappeared. She was also a crack addict. She was a prostitute. Now, during this time, you got to keep in mind, 1997, there's been over 30 in a 10-block block. In a 10-block <laughs> <laughs> area, there's been over 30 women disappeared. And what did the police say? You know, these prostitutes, they just they just move on to different cities. They just, mm. They're here today, gone tomorrow. Remember, the Green River Killer case was going on now, but what was different about that? What was different about that? Because there were prostitutes missing everywhere else. Yeah, they found the bodies. And the bodies were in the green. Except they found the bodies. Mm-hmm. Now you have a case where all of these women are going missing and the bodies are. <gasps> oh, no. Aren't Is he putting them in the pork sausage? <laughs> the bodies ain't showing up. Hey, are they putting. Is he putting them in the pork no, sausage? No, they probably. You know, you I know, use them as compost. You, you don't know how the sausage is okay. made. Sir, Autumn 1997, a girl named Marnie Frey disappeared. Her stepmother, Lynn, and her sister hit the low track beat with a photograph of Frey asking all the local girls if they've seen her. So right now, you have about 30 girls in a 10-block area have vanished. Now, what are the cops saying about this? What Nothing. Nothing. They're prostitutes. Because they're prostitutes, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they may have gone in, they may have went, skipped town or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, unlike the Green River Killer, there were no bodies. Right, so there's no scare factor. They, well, they knew. No. It just looks like they're The gone. girls knew. The girls knew. The girls didn't know who, but they, they knew. Now, can you read this, Nicole? My sister and I were walking the beat, showing pictures of my daughters to prostitutes. It was four or five women we were talking to. They were on the corner in a little group, and they all knew about the pig farm. They said you could go there any time and party. Lots of noise, lots of alcohol. They said you just had a call, and a woman would come and pick you up. We like to party. We like we like to party. We like to party. So what woman is she talking about? Like a woman will come pick you up? At this it's, time... It's like Lynn or whoever her name was. Well, at this time, yeah. the Picton brothers, now rich... Not 
intelligent but rich, <laughs> decided to open the Piggy Palace, which was a... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Piggy Palace was a non-profit organization. <laughs> okay? Yes. Now, the sound system at the Piggy Palace... Located on the uh, the Picton Farm was the top sound system over all the Vancouver nightclubs put together. The full kitchen at the Piggy Palace could serve up to 500 guests. Yeah, of all the dead bodies. They and would the have wild parties, aka sex orgies, and some nights as many Ew. as 1,800 people <gasps> would show up. Oh my including god! Wait, it's like as big as my college was. There were kids true? running around. It was like the parents and their kids, and then hookers everywhere. It was like a hooker it's like, fest. Um, it's like that movie, um, Eyes Wide. Ch- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot. Eyes Wide Shut with um, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Also, Dave was huge into the Hell's Angels, so all mm. the gangs were there. So I'm picturing the Piggy Palace. <laughs> Okay, have you guys seen the Playboy Mansion of Canada? Yeah, so it's the Great Gatsby redneck version. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, no. Playboy Mansion, (laughs) but redneck version. I mean, it ain't even that classic. Like, hookers everywhere, drugs everywhere. Leather because of Hell's Angels and the biker gang. Exactly. 1,800 people, a bar, a kitchen that can serve 500 gin, and a sound system that's better than any nightclub in Vancouver. All I want to do is go to a Great Gatsby-esque party. That's all I want. We should throw one. That'd be cool. But, you know, I'm wondering, though, what kind of music do they play in the sound system, you know? Like, is it Cotton Eye Joe? Maybe. <laughs> because I Oh, that's Deliverance. Yes. yes. Don't act like you ain't grown up in the South. I you grew up actually up yeah, right you, down the hallway. Yeah, you grew up right so. down on the hallway. Now, you countries, all of us in here. Yeah, in Mount Plastic. Now, you try to pretend yeah. like you all northern and smart, but I'm telling you right now, I can see through it. <laughs> now, the Piggy Palace, wild sex orgies, 1,800 people, the Hells Angels were there. Police were getting so much backlash from the public. Marnie Frey disappeared. The mother was so worried. She went to look for this guy. They actually drove out to the farm one late evening. They found it very unnerving. Quote, we just drove down this dark road and stared at the house. It was pitch black. The dog started barking and we thought, and we thought, what are we doing here? This is crazy. Now, they had a 600 pound wild boar guarding the Picton Farm. I want to tell you that. They also had a <laughs> sign that said, no trespassing dog with AIDS. They literally had that sign that said that, a dog with AIDS. They, I'm not making that up. They had that. They okay. probably are referring to the hookers with AIDS and HIV. <laughs> yeah. Where are the bodies? There's so many people missing. Police, where are the bodies? Police were <laughs> baffled because unlike the Green River Killer case, there were no bodies. Prostitutes die of drug overdoses, or they can move out of town. The investigators of this case actually took a field trip down to Seattle and (laughs) Spokane, Washington, to learn from the detectives doing the Green River Killer case at the time. They took a fucking field trip. Waste of tax dollars. To to learn (laughs) what to do. But the only problem is there was no bodies in this case. Because he fed them to the people at the Piggy Palace. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Willie was known to pick up prostitutes 
on his way home from the local meat rendering plant. Now, this is a quote from one of the... Fake meat? Can you read this, Nicole, that arrow? (laughs) Meat rendering plant employee. He was such a dirty guy. He was just as gross looking, actually. I felt sorry for him. Here he is rolling these old barrels off the back of the truck, and he's got his, and he has got his bare hands. I mean, we work in the rendering industry, and it's uh, you know, it's dead animals. It's not a pretty thing to be working with with your bare hands. Now, this meat rendering plant takes all the shit that you can't make sausages with at Jimmy Dean's. Like, I literally would get fired. We, <laughs> we would go to prison if we tried to use this. And guess what? They make it. They make that pretty little lipstick you girls are wearing right now. That's True. pig entrails and booty holes on your lips, I Jen. I don't wear lipstick. Okay, well, um, you know what I'm saying. Disclaimer, all of my makeup is vegan. The meat rendering plant turned the non-useful discards of pigs and hogs into lipstick and face lotion and even activated charcoal <laughs> spa mask. <laughs> Oh my god, those cheapo masks that we probably did for that. No, the discarded buckets that he took to the plant. The discarded buckets that he took to that plant. So he would drop. So here's his routine. Here's Willie's routine. He would drop some buckets off at this meat rendering plant, and then immediately, with all the meat shit on his hands because he never wore gloves or even changed his clothes or took a shower, he would immediately go pick up prostitutes right after that. So it was like. I'm going to make this trip. Boom, boom. I got a good schedule. Meat rendering plant. Hooker. Back home. Bada-bow. Smart man. <laughs> Efficiency, Jen. The discarded buckets. <laughs> the buckets, Jen. The buckets that he took to the plant were the reason that the police found, found no bodies. Jen, they found no bodies because the buckets were taken to the meat rendering plant. So, okay, um... I will say, as like a segue, I have really sensitive skin, and I'm allergic to like formaldehyde and cobalt and carbon mix. Cobalt and carbon mix, whatever, like literally the color blue. But formaldehyde, you know, like it's preserved. So yeah. So what do you do? A lot of makeup. Oh my god. And it's in a lot of lotions and creams and wrinkle resistant um, fabrics. Mm -hmm. Formaldehyde's in there. No. Because it's a preservative, especially makeup. It keeps it fresh. So what did you do when you like had to dissect pigs and stuff? For I just found out about this allergy like two years ago. Oh. But a little plug. Tarte Cosmetics is the best. It ha- mm. is free of all of that stuff, so that's what I use. And my okay. skin is happy. Mm. These are the buckets that he would bring to the uh, meat disposal company, and you see they're kind of greenish color. This is why the cops never found any bodies. We're up to 60 women missing on low track. All these prostitutes are getting fucking scared. They don't want to go with anyone. And that sucks. Yeah, because they can't make any money. A big dick. Prostitutes, the hookers, were getting so scared to go with anyone. That's why Willie got his own secretary. Her name was Dina Taylor. Now, Dina Taylor would go into all the halfway homes and all the crack-addicted homes for women. And he would be like, hey, hey, you want to go party with Uncle Willie? He's got booze. He's got drugs. He's got money. He's a millionaire. You know, her name was Deanne T- Dina Taylor. I have a question. She would lure <laughs> the victims back to Willie's farm gin. Uh, 
did he refer to himself as Uncle Willie? Because that's that's a negative disturbing in writer. itself. <laughs> Dina Taylor would lure the victims in. Let's go party with Uncle Willie. He's got drugs. He's got alcohol. He's got money. And you know you want that. He's got, got formaldehyde. He's got class. And he's probably got chlamydia. But let's not just worry about that. Now, police are swamped. Everyone's outraged because they ain't doing shit. But then again, there ain't no bodies. They actually get assistance from the Mounties, Jen. The Mounties. You love the Mounties. Dudley, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Dudley Do-Right. Yeah. Oh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? No, yeah. Dudley Do-Right. Moose and squirrel are not part of this. Since 1997, over 60 women have been missing on this strip of a 10-mile strip. 60. All crack-addicted hookers. November 23rd, 2000. They... Now, 2000 is right after Y2K. You guys remember that Y2K? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember driving. I was at my aunt's house on New Year's Eve, and I remember driving home thinking, like, that the world was going to end. It was a really somber night, but, you know, we're here now in 2019, so I guess it wasn't that bad. (laughs) How did they ever think the world was going to end? That's the dumbest thing. I just really like they didn't know what the computer clocks were going to do. Like, oh, is it going to recognize? I don't think it was going to fucking shoot nukes everywhere. I have no idea. I just remember. I just remember, like, Y2K was, like, this evil thing, and I was, like, yeah. scared. I was. I yeah. was, like, 10 years old, nine, 9 or 10 years old. November 23rd, 2000, the RCMP suggested that the Mounties should get involved. They named the project Project Even-Handed. I don't know why. <laughs> By this time, the number of missing women was 60, but maybe more. That was just on the police list. Bill Hiscox, His- 37 years old, in 1998, he worked for Dave, the younger brother's company, called P&B Salvage. Now, they had multiple companies in the pig farm. They had salvage unit. They had a mechanic shop. They did everything. Now, he would have to go to the farm to pick up paychecks. He told the police in 1998 that the farm was, quote, creepy looking. He also told about the 600-pound wild boar that they used to guard the property. Quote, I've never seen a pig like that, which would chase you and bite at you. He also told the police there was numerous women's persons and clothing found inside with ID cards. Oh, February- man, you're going to fucking burn that shit if trophies, you get away with it. Trophies, man. Fe- trophies. February 1st, 2002. This is the turning of the case. Everyone's saying it's these picked and they're killing these people. They're killing these hookers. They're them. Hey, that sounds violent. <laughs> oh, that's how John likes it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> February 1st, 2002. A truck driver who worked for the farm. His name was Dwayne Scoot Chubb. He was <laughs> Chubb. Wait, Does he Chubb? have a Chubb? 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 Yeah. Half Chubb. He was, quote, 30-something and a heroin addict. He didn't even know his own age. He claimed to the police that he saw illegal firearms at the residence. That was enough because they'd been building a case on old Willie Picton because there's 60 prostitutes missing and there's no bodies. February 5th, 2002, the police finally built a case, got a search warrant, and they searched for illegal weapons. Thanks to that truck driver that came forward and said he saw illegal weapons. The illegal weapon search changed to a full-on murder search when a cop came across an inhaler 
that had a victim's name on it. Oh. Now they get a oh, new no. social for that poor asthmatic. Yeah. I can commiserate. So, I used to have an inhaler for when I had basketball, and it was like a nebulizer. So it was Exercise-induced like asthma. I did have nebulizer. that. Yeah, yeah I had a... I had, <laughs> Fremulon. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have like the inhaler <laughs> that had like the... The whole the tube, and I would have to puff and then breathe in from the tube. It was like complicated. I, I that is complicated. I just have like a little. Yeah, I had that albuterol. Yeah, yeah, and then in college when I was in a, the athletic training program at mm-hmm. Quinnipiac, they t- taught us how to use an inhaler, and I realized that I was using it wrong my entire oh, yeah. life. I was so nervous the first time I had to use an inhaler that I literally YouTube a video and was like, okay. <gasps> Because I didn't want to do it wrong. And it didn't help me. The evidence they found. Jen, read the first one. Ooh, I got that. They you found want to it? it? Go ahead. A dildo attached to the barrel of a 22 caliber revolver what? matched what? DNA profile of Mona Wilson. Wait, what is have? a dildo Excuse attached me, to a revolver? I'm not done. Okay. Robert Pinter, <laughs> a possible minor contributor to mixed DNA. Yeah, so they found a dildo attached to a 22 caliber. Where? In his laundry room. No, Jen, but I where mean, else would you put in that? In the laundry room no, in the trailer. No, I mean, like, where was the dildo attached to? Was it attached to the handle or the barrel? <laughs> the barrel. No, a dildo attached to the barrel. I think it was taped to the barrel. No. So he had you guys, his finger it, on the legit, trigger. Guys, it says dildo attached to the barrel. I think oh, he was... I think he was... <laughs> I'm like, hello. I think he was actually dildo and, ba- and 22 caliber. Yeah, okay, so yeah. he's, like, jacking these girls off yes. with a gun. I wonder if he ever shot them. There was one bullet that was ejected, yes. (gasps) There was one bullet. Oh, my God. There was five bullets in the chamber, one ejected. There was also a lot of blood, a lot of blood in Robert Picton's trailer. Oh, my gosh. In fact, the blood all over the trailer as if, quote... If someone was badly bleeding and being dragged out of the motorhome, oh my goodness! I hope that he washed that dildo after each use. No, so he, he probably uh, shot that one right into. It. He probably shot that one right up her coochie moochie. Probably. Right now, now listen to this. Wait, the minor male contributor DNA on a pillow slip linked to Andrea Josbury and a minor male contributor would that be his brother? Probably. Maybe. There was wild I orgies there. Eighteen hundred people all having sex. Oh, my God, in a ski bag? Now, there was also a mattress that was so heavily stained with blood. Actually, the mattress, it wasn't just a mattress in the house. It was the mattress he sleeps on. was so heavily stained with blood. And when they flipped it over, there was a bloody uh, handprint on it. Yes. He was sleeping on this shit. (laughs) And there's night vision goggles. We talk about bad juju all the time, but, like, that's, like... Really That's bad, bad juju? Yeah. <laughs> the asthma inhaler found was of Serene Abbott's way. During the time, they were only searching for guns, but they found the, oh this God. inhaler. Serena? They decided to get a new search warrant to search this whole thing. February 22nd, 2002, Picton was charged with two murders. Now, I want to say, during this search, it was a 22-month search of the farm. When the police showed up, they weren't wearing gas masks. Many of them got violently ill because of the pig carcasses strewn around the pig guts, the human guts strewn around the farm everywhere. They got violently ill. They had to do a 22-month search grid by grid, which means every meter of this 
big ass property was in a grid. They searched it like an archaeologist would search it. And they had to wear gas masks for 22 months. Mm -hmm. April 2002, he was charged with five more victims. This is a circular saw that they actually found human skulls. And he would actually cut them in half with (gasps) the circular saw. Nicole's really good with a circular scar. I mean, saw. He would use a chainsaw to cut through. No, circle saw. saw. They found two buckets in the freezer. Each bucket had separate head, hands, and feet that were in the bucket. This is what they got to thinking. Maybe it was being prepped for this. Cross-contamination could mean that, that human remains did get into or contaminate some of the pork meat that was produced. Now, think about it. The victims... Let's go get some sausage, the victims, guys. I, I really you don't like to eat pork. Go to the Mickey D's. Jen, the victims around the area were relatives of the prostitutes that were killed. So they were all cannibals. Exactly. Yeah. This this article came out that said the health risk from eating human remains from this case, as many as 40 people, that was March 11th, up to 40 people had eaten human remains. That's uh, a lot, right? That was a lot. Not really. That was March. <laughs> October 29th. Yeah, we may have underestimated. The number is actually 2,500 <gasps> residents have eaten human remains. Prostitutes. Now, the thing with it is not. (laughs) Here's the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, it sucks that 2,500 people ate prostitutes. But do you remember? uh, You remember when we started? That should be the title. Jen, do you You remember when we started this episode and I said that this 10 block area is has the most HIV <gasps> rate no. in yeah. North America. Oh, shit. These people were eating So they all got infected with AIDS HIV. patients. <gasps> <laughs> this That's picture might fucked. be better. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how just like this picture might be better. How would you imagine eating a fucking pork sandwich, Jen? And then you find out it's a human, and then it comes out that the human had AIDS. You'd be like, what the fuck? Wait, Should I just kill myself right AIDS now? No, yeah. there's, a, there's a huge article that came Blood out because this was pathogen. a big thing. They said that it's a low likelihood that you can contract AIDS. I would say that's a high likelihood. Wait, it's kind of like the Tuskegee Project. Yeah. Okay. Jen, 2,500 people in a 10-block radius. The highest... HIV rate in North America, probably in the world, I'd imagine, this was a very slummy place. And now you have over half of the prostitutes that were working there are now distributed into not only the meat that these locals are eating, 2,500 people, but but also the lipstick that you're putting on your lips every day because it was distributed out from this meat rendering place all over the world. Into your mucus. So now every time you put on makeup, Jen, you think about them dead prostitutes that you're smearing all over your face. I just want to say that. Unless you buy Tarte cosmetics. You're not saying anything. You've shut Jen up. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) The investigation lasted 22 months. By the end of 2005, he was charged with 27 murders. Boom, we got him. Go Canada, right? Wait. No, 27. Wait. Too low. Whoa. Also, yeah, there were 60 missing, but okay. Well, all right, so the interrogation, I'll show you the video. (laughs) 11-hour interrogation. He's 
Just like his mama, like pushing that kid into the lake. I got it from my mama. He says, I don't know what y'all are talking about. He didn't say anything in the interrogation. 11 hours. The police decided to try a new tactic. You know what we're going to do? He's in a cell right now. Let's put an inmate in there, which was really an undercover officer. And let's see if he'll brag about it. And he did. And he did. But on I something know. like this, it's he's, fucking worth it. I could make things him. disappear. I was going to do look, one look. more. Oh, yeah. I was going to read This it. is the thing that put him under. That's why I was sloppy. He, Picton says, I was going to do more. I was going to do one more. And even 50. So in his mind, he killed 49. I think he killed more. But in his mind, he killed 49. And I can see that. I mean, you're at 49. <laughs> Shit. Might as well make it. I mean, like that. That's a. You might as well, for real. By the end of 2005, he was charged with 27 murders. Now he pleaded not guilty. 11 hour interrogation. He did not confess, but he finally confessed to his jailmate. 27 murders. What did the jury find him? Jen, guilty or innocent? Well, it's Canada, so I have to say innocent. I was going to say innocent by the way you said it. Guilty by way of insanity. I guess I did fuck it up. He was found <laughs> innocent of all 27 uh, murders. Wait, what? Yeah. Of course. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Are you serious? First degree murders. He was found guilty of six second degree murders. Only mm-hmm. six? And he was charged. His sentence was 25 years in prison. So what? he'll be he'll be out in about five years. With no, <laughs> don't eat sausage, people. No chance of parole. Twenty five years in prison. Mm-hmm. So he'll be out in a couple years, and maybe he'll hit that even fifty. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's fucking Canada. What Canada? You, yeah. you have a se- like okay, Canada. Like cue the background music. Okay. Canada, we need to have a serious talk right now yeah. about how you prosecute your fucking murderers. Yeah. What the you he just made them into lipstick you know he didn't like physically he was helping the 49 murders and he is walking free in five years what the fuck (laughs) oh my god canada annie why did you have us do this story canada his brother i mean his brother never got arrested he's in the because he never he never killed anybody i mean i'm sure he did but he never got arrested you gotta you gotta think guys this is you gotta gotta stay fresh he was killing straight prostitutes that were heroin addicts the cops really don't give a shit at all maybe he felt like a vigilante as well wait so can we just recognize the fact that when i said slaughterhouse i was right Mm -hmm. rebecca was right all right so that's my story on uh robert william from our talco supremo annie r i hope you enjoyed this story and i hope you enjoyed me telling it if you would like to have your own home story told by me go to talkmer.com slash join get into our forum get a t-shirt a talco supremo 2019 t-shirt get some cool swag stickers and get a lot of shout outs and love from all of us here at talkmer.com rebecca sign us off thank you for listening to talk murder to me with all my friends bye That's funny. John shits himself. That is so gross. You guys. Yeast is like bread growing in you.
That's disgusting. No, bread yeast is, is like, a fungus growing yeah, in you. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, that. that's what bread is. Bread is made <laughs> bread out of yeast. Is, you it's bread growing. Yeah, it is bread. Yeast is <laughs> you bread. You like baked your own loaf? <laughs> what this, what's this bread? <laughs> I, I, oh, it might be I, pumpernickel today. Uh, it's that's sourdough. So <laughs> <laughs> you belong here. <laughs> I don't have any babies. I'm going to push out my fallopian tubes. Hey. What, Jen? You want me to be someone who I'm not because we have a guest? You want this to go a different way and me just be mature? Can we just, just say, why don't I have a name? I'm just a gray person to you. Okay. <laughs> no, you're audio five. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what are those? That's intriguing. And I'm like, oh, wait, where's my name? Oh, that's why. So I'm Sorry. audio five. Special yeah. guest. I mean, it would take me another, like, 30 seconds to make you an icon. I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Oh. Look at his photograph. Stop it. Daughtery. Oh, what? My oh, that's Nickelback. Oh. Yeah, I love Nickelback. <laughs> it takes us a while to get started. I can tell. <laughs> Sorry. But sometimes. it doesn't matter because post-editing. I don't make- care, you know why? Because I'm off tomorrow and I'm oh, going to this stretch class. You know what that means? That means I hop tonight. <gasps> wait, yes! wait, hold on. I'm not- I hop, oh. I hop, I Okay. <laughs> anyway, Vancouver. What am I not North- allowed? Am I not allowed to have a best friend? Oh, we're besties. Outside of you guys? No, you're not, Jen. You're absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Are you kidding me? Okay. I was in spirit. Yeah. I was just really drunk. What the shit, y'all? Geez, I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> That's what I thought of when she said I'm laughing. Sorry. Y'all just go get. You're it. not gonna be allowed to come back because you're making a bad influence on me. Oh my gosh, Jen. I'm saying that's what they're gonna say. Nicole's frustrated. Jen, John's frustrated, and Nicole Jen- is frustrated. <laughs> Maybe I should have. Not put you guys together. <laughs> no, I don't want the real. I want the little speaker. Not the little. Uh, I feel like okay, a, a teacher. Ready? Can we- <laughs> We're gonna have to separate you two. <laughs> All right. You're anyway. about to piss me off. And they're driving down. They're fucking cocaine. How no, does they're one smoking fuck cocaine? Crack cocaine Oxford, Jen- comma. Jen, they're Jennifer. They're smoking crack. <gasps> Jen, I ain't got time for this. You we call me Jennifer. We're on bullet number That's three. That's the mortal sin. Jen, well, calm down. Three, we got twenty-eight bullets. Come on. Or no, it wasn't like that. I was like. Boom! No, it wasn't an explosion. It was like a boob. Or boob? <laughs> I didn't know boob. boob. I, I was didn't like, know the boobs. Yeah. Boobs made sound effects. <laughs> so she hears a loud thrap. Or she lives. Zap, pow, boom, bang. She, she hears a loud. All right, I'm just going to clap. God. I got to do something. Shazam! She, she hears a loud sound. Clap. Or <laughs> I say clap. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be absolutely hell to edit. Yeah, because yeah. if you guys let the man tell the damn story, then you'll find out. Okay. And the man talks like plans. You know Gary Bridgeway. He was frequenting. He was freaking. He was freaking and frequenting. He was frequenting. He was freaking and he was. He would often visit. Then all the big offices. Jen, it ain't at the tapes, Jen. It's on the flizz. Who wants IHOP? Don't act like you don't know what this is, Jen. We got the parental advisory the first fucking episode. You could have easily said, hold on now. They slapped it on us like a... All right. (laughs) My friends are going to be so (laughs) proud of me. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, This is why my mom Uh... stopped listening to (laughs) the 
fucking Bullet priority. number. I know. My family's very straight, yeah. like straight-laced uh, Southern Baptist fire and brimstone. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah. <laughs> Love me. Yes, we're going, John. Did you hear that? That means we're going because Nicole said can't wait. We're going. Yeah. We're going only. If it was just John, we wouldn't be going. Yeah, they'd be like, no, John, you can eat. You can eat slop like the dogs. You're <laughs> like the rough. pig. You just sit there and edit the podcast. You better make a famous Eat your shot. protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you don't pee out of your vagines. Jen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot of whiskey. Let me see. Let me see. Yes. Let me see. Aniquaz. <laughs> you sound like Mr. Garrison. <laughs> silence. I demand silence. February 5th, 2002. Or 2002. <laughs> Shit. We're going to have like five minutes of solid content. Yeah. The other 75 minutes are going to be bloopers. <laughs> the people are going to be like, never let Rebecca come on this show ever again. Everybody yeah. say blah. 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 Oh, look, I'm on there. No, say it different times. Blah. Blah. Blah.